Thanks for tuning in to the Raised by Whoops Fake Radio Show. This is Andrew, and I'm bringing you a special episode today with my pal, collaborator, and partner, Glenn Vanderkloot. He was actually in California, so I put a microphone in front of his face and asked him a series of increasingly stupid questions to help you get to know him a little better. I'm not sure if that's actually what's going to happen, but I enjoyed it. I think maybe Glenn enjoyed it. We'll find out. We've got new episodes of the Raised by Whoops Fake Radio Show coming up next week, April 1st. I hope you're going to be there with us. Enjoy this conversation with my pal and yours, Glenn Vanderkloot. All right, 10 questions for Glenn, not Greg. Glenn, where are you from, man? I grew up outside of Brockville, Ontario, um, in a little village called Addison, and that is in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's the closest big city to Brockville? So the closest big city is the capital of Canada, which is Ottawa, um, and I'm situated also about halfway between Montreal and Toronto. That's where Brockville is, or that's where you currently are? That's where Brockville is. Brockville is. And you're currently in Guelph, right? I'm, like, I'm currently in Guelph, Ontario, which is about 45 minutes from Toronto. What does Guelph mean? I don't know. Uh, it kind of sounds like when you stomp on a tomato, like Guelph. Um, but I don't know what it means. I, I, I don't know if it's somebody's name. I'm not sure. Somebody I was asking where you were from. Like I was telling somebody about the show, and they said, oh, yeah, where's he from? I said, he's from Canada, a little town called Guelph. They're like, Guelph? It sounds naughty. Like, <laughs> like it would be a verb, like Guelphing would be, you could look that up in the uh, the Urban Dictionary and be shocked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it definitely does sound like a, a sex move or something. Yeah, Guelphing. Yeah. Halfway between throwing up and... And coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Guelph. Yeah. Okay, so uh, that's where you're from. That's where you live. But you've lived in many places in between those two destinations. Yeah, I've lived in Ottawa. I've lived in Kingston. I've lived in Vancouver. All over Canada. Yeah, different spots. Yeah, for yeah. sure. All right, so um, in that time, you've had many... How many different jobs have you had? I've probably done... Uh, at. I'm in the double digits. I've done at least 10 different jobs for varying amounts of time. I've done landscaping. I worked at a pharmaceutical factory uh, where I washed, disassembled and washed manufacturing equipment that was used to make dilantin, metformin, uh, all kinds of different medications. I drove a truck for a pet crematorium, picking up uh, deceased pets and uh, transporting them back to uh to the crematorium. What's the b- most bizarre pet you ever had to pick up? The most bizarre, I mean, it's not a bizarre animal, but uh, there was a horn uh, protruding through the bag once, and I, I thought I only picked up dogs and cats, uh, but it ended up being a goat, and uh, I didn't know that people had goats necessarily for pets, but I guess they do. Cremated goat. Well, that's like, that sounds like the name of a death metal band. Yeah. A cremated goat opening up for Pontius Pilate and the nail driving five. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So that's, you think that's probably the worst job you've ever done? The crematorium? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, at the time I needed age, I needed any job to pay the bills and I couldn't be picky. 
you know, the first two weeks were hell, you know, heavy lifting, uh, working with suspect people. But I just told myself that I'd get used to it. And I never really did get used to it, but it became tolerable. And so they put him in a bag. You're not just picking up the, the it was always in a bag? Yeah, it was in a, it was in a bag. And okay. uh, so you, how certain are you that there were no human beings? Yeah, I mean, I didn't ask many questions. Um, I just did my job, you know. Yeah. I, I just went into the freezer and, and, and tried not to get too intimate with what was inside. You, you don't know. want to get sad or implicated in some horrible crime. That's right, yeah. The less information you know, the better. You just, you know, put it in the back and uh, drive drive away and, yeah, try to try to ignore what you're doing and, uh, and the smells. Oh, my God. Whew. Okay, so on that note, what is your biggest fear? I mean, whenever I hear this question, I, I, I just, I just fear death. I guess, like, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what else you could say. Like, you know, when people tell me they're afraid of driving across a bridge or spiders or something, it, you know, it all leads to death. So, I mean, I, I just like to get to the point and say death, and not, you know. Right. The various ways of, of, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Extremely Canadian answer. Yeah. <laughs> Straight to the point. Uh, at least you didn't apologize for to death for dying in front of it. Right. Well, I'll pro- I probably will yeah. on my deathbed. <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, I'm sorry for all I've done. So are you afraid of the act of dying or being dead? Just, the, I guess, just the whole, the whole package. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's heavy, man. Yeah. It's heavy. So uh, how often do you think about afterlife? You know, not necessarily like sitting on a cloud or maybe, maybe that's your thing. I don't know. But like how often are you thinking about after death? Almost never because I've, I've got too much to think about right now. But I do ponder it once in a while. But I mean, whenever I do think of it, it, it just represents uh, nothing to me. But then I hit myself and think I should be more hopeful and uh and I try to be hopeful after I think about nothing and and um and that doesn't work typically (laughs) fair enough all right so you're not too troubled you're not overly concerned with with eternity which is good it probably helps the things you do think about you like travel right yeah I I do love to travel I do like to get away when I do travel, I like I still like to put myself in intense situations because it kind of makes me feel alive, I guess. Driving through cities that I've never driven through before, kind of white-knuckling it, I, I like doing that. I don't really like the beach or recreational travel necessarily, but I just mainly like driving around and seeing stuff I haven't seen before. I know that sounds obvious, but I mean, that's kind of what I like to do. I just, I I like to be moving and not necessarily going to a final destination, but running away from something while also seeing something I've never seen. Fair enough. Nothing wrong with just meandering. Yeah, yeah. At least I hope not. I always feel like, yeah, if I stop, you know, something's going to be there. So, yeah. It's technically how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Even when you're not stopped, (laughs) there's something there. Yeah, there's always something there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the thing there, what are your thoughts on an old classic diner? Do you guys have those in Canada? You have like dirty old spoon diners? We do. I mean, they're definitely a dying breed, but yeah. if you if you know where you're going, you can find one. Tim Hortons done took over. 
And yeah, that, that's like the the breakfast experience that we most commonly saw in Canada was yeah, Tim Horton. Yeah, and people love that place. And uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it's I suppose it's okay. It's comfort food in a way. They have good soup, and you know you can get a donut and a cup of coffee. The coffee's you know not terrible. It's mediocre. It's it's fine. I'm sure Europeans would say it's complete shit, and right. they'd be right, but <laughs> it's okay. I it's mean, basically it's, fine. It's just fine. Yeah. So, the, like, the diner experience. So, you uh, do you appreciate the American diner? Are you into that sort of thing? You know, a diner has character, whereas, you know, a place like Tim Hortons or, or Dunkin' or Starbucks doesn't really stand out at all. It's safe, and you know what to expect, whereas a diner, you're rolling the dice. You don't, yeah. Definitely, it's be different yeah. every time. You're rolling the dice with the food. You're rolling the dice with the company um, yeah. that you keep at the diner, um, the conversations that are, that are uh, taking place. It, it's an event. It just makes you feel something that these other places just don't make you feel. It's hard to put into words what it makes you feel, but, right. but everything's different you know the, the the seats are different you know there's maybe there's holes in the leather and you know and they're not trying to be anything they're just being what they are yeah. and uh i think i respect that yeah and who the fuck was tim horton was he a baseball player uh tim horton was a uh hockey player hockey, of course yeah he was a hockey player and uh he started that restaurant with a gentleman by the name of uh, ron joyce is tim horton still alive no, he perished in a car wreck. Oh, no. Yeah, but he, he, he was a defenseman. I think he played for the Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm almost certain. Don't quote me on it, but I'm, I'm pretty sure. Any Canadian just listening to that may have just exploded if that you didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Emphatically. That could have, yeah, yeah. You might have just killed one of your countrymen, and I've, I'm very sorry. <laughs> it was his answer, not mine. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of, of food, what is the most dangerous creature you'd be willing to wrestle for food if you were starving hungry and tim hortons was not an option and there was an animal between you and food like how far would you go are we talking like there's no links to which you would go or you're like you know what i'll just I'll yeah pass What's I, the... I would try anything i mean you know i, I think anyways um you'd charge right at a bear and try to scare it away from some food yeah because i think i'd rather be mauled than slowly starve to death I guess is what my answer would be to that. Yeah, bring on the 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 quick the quickness of the bear paw to the to the neck, rather than the um, slow emaciating. Yeah, uh, that's that's troubling. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't want to be a skeleton. Yeah. I would love to ask that question of Werner Herzog, just to hear how dour and sad his answer would be. Yeah, <laughs> I like that guy. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty great. Yeah. I would wrestle Werner Herzog for food. I don't know that I would win, but I would give it everything I got. I'd probably wrestle a bear before I wrestled Herzog. But yeah? Yeah. Like, if any one of us deserves to keep going, it's you, Werner Herzog, and I'll I'll step out of the way and let you yes. continue to live. <laughs> I think that'd be fair. Yeah. yeah, if I had more time to think about it, I might let him. Like, hey, Werner Herzog, would you like to eat me instead of that food? <laughs> yes. Okay, let's switch gears and go backwards in time. How often are you thinking about your childhood? Not an extraordinary amount, but I, I try to think about the warm, fuzzy memories. You know, birthday parties at McDonald's, frog catching. And, and you know, I do think about things that are a little deeper than that, but it's not something I, I, I go back to obsessively. I, I do try to kind of stay where I am 
for the most part. Fair enough. Where are you? I'm in a bunch of different places. Yeah, um, it's like a web of tangled thoughts most of the time. But you know, I try to focus in on what I'm supposed to be doing. But yeah, there's always a bunch of different options, and I try to go with the one that won't hurt the most. Do you have a soundtrack in your head when there's not music playing? Do you hear music? I do hear music from time to time, but it's not necessarily my own. Maybe it's a goofy song that you know puts me in a good mood. When songs get stuck in my head, I I try to get them out because you know it, it's not a pleasant thing. But I think if I could daydream more, or if I was a more serene type, music would come to my head more readily. I feel like you listen to a lot of music. Yeah, and I, I I listen to a lot of music. I listen with, you know, I try to listen with intention to lyrics, to melodies, and like a lot of other people, music is pretty special for me. It puts me in a lot of different places, although it does take me a while sometimes to find a song that really moves me, and that's challenging when I have to dig through hours and hours of music to find something that really transports me. So that can be an annoying part of the process, I wish I liked more music. I'm just kind of picky about how I want to feel, and sometimes it can take me a while to find a particular piece that 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 really drives that feeling home. You got an example of something that you're listening to now, or something that like like a song or an artist that's moved you recently? Or? I really like this band called the Felice Brothers, uh, and their lead singer and songwriter is Ian Felice. He's just a really introspective songwriter he mixes in dry humor and he just has a really unique way of 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 writing and making me feel a certain way he, he drops these odd pop culture references sometimes mixed in with these existential themes and then these dark sort of melodies that i don't know it just uh he fills me up but but there's a lot i mean there's a lot of other artists sure, that, sure. that do similar things Felice Brothers. The Felice Brothers. All right. Yeah. Nice plug for the Felice Brothers. We'll yeah. expect a check in the mail. <laughs> Bonus questions. And these were your idea, by the way. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What traits do you most dislike about yourself? That I think about things too much. I just wish that I could just, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I hear a lot about this flow movement lately and or or whatever that is and I wish that I could attain that somehow I wish that I didn't quite drive myself nuts with thinking all the time I, I do try to get out of my own head as much as I can but it's a challenge for me I'm I'm always second guessing and and it's a terrible affliction that I am always trying to remedy and I'll just stop talking because that's a perfect example Thinking hard about how to stop yourself from thinking hard? Exactly. Fair enough. On the flip side of that, is there any, are there any traits that you particularly like about yourself? Well, ironically, I, I do like that I can think deeply about things. It can be helpful, but, you know, it's a double-edged sword, of course. It can, it can also be extremely detrimental. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's a good place to end it. I don't know. You don't know. We don't know. But I know that I'm glad to have finally met you. We've been uh, corresponding via email and then uh, via WhatsApp voice memos. Yeah. And it's great to finally meet you and your sweet lady friend, Ashley. Yeah, and Uh, and likewise, and and your wife as well. Yeah, she's all right. (laughs) She's not here otherwise. I would not say that. (laughs) Uh, Pele seems to like you guys, which is cool. Yeah, he's a good dog. Yeah. So we're 
I don't know. We're onward and upward with this uh, storytelling project. All right, let's do it, because what else are we doing? What's uh, what's the first story of yours that we're going to produce? Do you have one in mind? You know, because I touched on it earlier, uh, I think I might go with uh, a story I wrote about driving and what driving means to me. Um, it's called Driving as a Means for Escape. Okay. And, yeah, I look forward to sharing that one. Sweet. And has that got original music from you in it? No. No, okay. uh, that one uh, I, I used. Um, I used uh, Stephen Foster's uh, "Beautiful Dreamer" at the end of that one, and just some highway sound effects. Great. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to sharing it. We'll get it all out there. Coming to you April 1st. We got new episodes of the Raised by Whoops Fake Radio Show. All right. And don't think too much. Don't think too much, or or think incessantly if that works for you. Whatever you know. Just don't give yourself a hard time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You're. You're, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine the way you are. Yeah. And you're also fucked up. Yeah. You are enough, and I'm, I'm enough as well. Adios. See ya. Thanks for tuning in to the Raised by Whoops fake radio show. This is Glenn. Both Andrew and I are grateful for your time and attention. If you enjoyed that, we'd appreciate if you could tell your friends, family, or even a few strangers about the show. Additionally, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. If you have a short story you'd like us to tell, or even some music you'd like to share, you can reach out via the website, raisedbywhoops.com. We're glad to have you with us. Till next time, thanks, and take care. <laughs>